people die and Yuna dances, when will she stop dancing? Yuna won't stop dancing. Not until sin is gone. Welcome to Gotta Memorize, a Final Fantasy X-2 recap podcast, trying to make sense of this before... Trying to make sense of this mess before Final Fantasy X 3 comes out. It's never been announced, but don't judge us for dreaming. I can't speak, and I'm <laughs> Wheels, and I'm joined as always by Joe. How are you, Joe? I'm great. Hopefully I can speak in this episode. I don't have any great bit prepared. I was trying to think of one, and the only thing on my mind is I'm trying to make sure I don't forget to plug Plockwas's, uh YouTube videos. Oh yeah, abs- absolutely. <laughs> Plockwas has... Without any request on my part, stand my work, your work, so many of our friends' work uh, for so long at this point mm-hmm. that it would be unethical were we <laughs> not to stand when Plockwas started uploading. You've probably seen a meme Plockwas has made. They're a great friend of the show and the whole podcasting network, um, but they have become a VTuber and we have to stand. Yeah. Uh, and they're playing Chain of Memories, which is also relevant to the fact that this was a... I mean, I still consider this a Kingdom Hearts show. I feel like it, unfortunately, is a lens we view these games through <laughs> sometimes. But, yes, they're doing a Chain of Memories challenge run. They talk about Luxord a lot. It's great. Luxord. Well, that's true. Luxord is, is the correct pronunciation. They also made a, a, a Luxord Fortnite video. I think that should be stand as well. Anyways. Um, that is the only thing on my mind, so that's where I started to when you said my name. Anyways, this is the Final Fantasy Ten Two Recap Podcast, episode seventeen. You wanna uh catch up with um Tobley? Tobley? My main <laughs> man Tobley? Uh did we come to a decision about what Tobley is? Is he just a small Fun- guy? He's a funky little is he, man. Is he just a short king or is he a creature of some kind? We don't I know. Don't know. I don't but care. But he is a small, happy little guy who uh-huh. puts on shows. And if you recall, he was the stage manager, I suppose, of the Yuna concert. Uh, and we return to the moon flow uh, where he lives, I guess. <laughs> and he, uh, where he stands. Um, <laughs> and he says, Unapalooza was a smasherific success, but we mustn't let success go to our heads. No, no, no. We must succeed again once more. Well, do relax and enjoy it. The show, I mean. Don't relax and enjoy your success. You must keep moving. But mm-hmm. Tobley is now, uh, unfortunately, You'll be relatable. like a shark. You'll die. <laughs> so this is like a two-second scene. You end up like, basically, the thing that you unlock by doing all this stuff is like a weird sequence where... You and Ariku and Payne sit on the shoe puff and you can move the cameras around. Yeah. Like it it's almost they, worded. Someone s- someone made this. Someone <laughs> made this. It almost feels like maybe there was an idea to put an actual performance here. The way or like a mini game. But or it's something. nothing. It's so weird. And it's like, well, we had that scene and we already coded it in, but Jeremy didn't finish the <laughs> minigame. Jeremy! Any ideas? Ugh. Yeah, Tobley says, I know, I know, as long as you're here, why don't you join them up on stage? Which the stage is a shoe puff uh, in, in this uh, scene. 
Um, just the musicians on a shoe puff, and everyone just watching. Uh, his line continues. Since you are, you, you're most welcome to. In fact, I want you to. I insist. And then you get up on the shoe puff stage, and that's it. It's just you can move the camera yep. around. You can get different angles of your favorite girls. And then they stop, or they get off the shoe puff. And Topley's like, wow, incredible. He says, apparent, I don't, this is, folks, full disclosure, uh, the order of the script is different, because it's nonlinear, is different than any of the Let's Plays that I've watched to know mm-hmm. what happens. And so it's been maybe a month and a half since I've seen any of this. It's been. It's been. One week since Tobley said, wow, it's happening. It's hot. I'm burning. I'm burning. I don't know. <laughs> so I say that disclaimer because I don't know what intonation he's what saying. What tonality that's said Tobley, in. Tobley, and I can't imagine a context where it makes Tobley. sense or is good. What's special about Tobley is he really says everything the exact same cartoon way. That's true. Wow, it's happening. It's hot. I'm burning. I'm burning. Thank you so, so much. Really and truly, I must give you a little something in return. Riku says, oh, that's okay. We really enjoy doing it. Doing what? Uh, Sitting? Yuna and Riku say, to say right? Tobley says, well, well, I'm delighted that you were so entertained. Yuna says, yep, yep. Tobley continues, I'm oh so ecstatic to hear you say so. This is a dream. Mine, I mean. Joining everyone's hearts into one ginormous heart. That's why I do it. My work. Yes, siree. Dear, I've talked too, 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 too long. Much too long. Future customers await. Back to work, work, work. Ahem. Work! I now know why I didn't remember the cadence of the last sentence. It's because this one will be burned into my brain forever. He... <laughs> He's Zemnis! <laughs> I want you to reread this line. Which one? I I'm so I'll just read it. Doing I'm oh so very excited to hear you say so. This is a dream. Mine, I mean, joining everyone's hearts into one, into ginormous, one heart. ginormous heart. That's what I do. My work, yes, siree. Uh, Literally the plot of Kingdom Hearts 2. What if Zimnus was a little guy? <laughs> uh, that apparently it'd be a lot better. <laughs> apparently we just <laughs> Sing and dance, we, and there'd be no problem. We need to like redo Kingdom Hearts two, but and but all of Zimnus's lines are delivered through like a totally <laughs> just, filter. Just just recast Kingdom Hearts two, recast yeah. all the voices of Kingdom Hearts two. Yeah. So all the serious characters have uh, goofy voices, and all of the goofy characters have serious voices. I said, "Gook." <laughs> Wait, what's a what's a good Zimnus quote? They'll pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just so straight ahead, which I guess it already is trying to be in the original. So, so here's I found I found some Zimnus quotes. We're gonna read them as Tobley. Yes, Kingdom Hearts, rejoice and feast on these hearts we offer. Shine your pale light on this empty realm. Share your power with all nobodies. So that's what literally I, could be a line from this game. Uh, a little bit. I mean, but I, nobodies. <laughs> but he would say nobodies like colloquially, like they well, always yeah. joke, like they're saying in Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. That's we have fun here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I was like, oh, Moonflow's short, just like a two minutes at the top of the episode. Uh, we fought, we nope. always fight. I shouldn't have doubted Tobley, the power that Tobley yeah. has. Um, this isn't even the end of the scene. Uh, <laughs> as he, he's about to leave, Riku says good luck, and Tobley says, oh, oh, I nearly forgot. I'd like to ask for your help once, but, but, fuck. I'd like to ask your help again one of these days. I'd most politely like to formally request your later participation in advance. And Payne says, woohoo. Uh, I don't, I'm, is he talking about the Calmlands? Which I think it's, 
or just, just like, like I think he's just he's gonna saying, be a big character in three. You think? Or yeah, or or just like, hey, I I will still ask for favors <laughs> if you ever see me. Like it's like his way of saying like. I'll buy a beer if I see you again. Uh huh. Because it's totally, it's like, hey, you'll do something for me if I see you again. Great. Incredible. <laughs> That's at least how I read it. It's a good read. I think it's a great interpretation of the Tobley character uh, that we, you know, I will dearly miss. I'm assuming that's the la- last time we see Tobley. Maybe he has a monologue at the end. Maybe Shu Yin possesses him. <laughs> Who could say? Uh, but <laughs> we must move on. Uh, we've already done. <laughs> you must be this sm- this short to activate Vegnagon. <laughs> <laughs> what what if that's it? Like she gets in there and it's just like a really tiny cockpit. Oh no, the <laughs> the vent is too small. <laughs> and then he and then well that's when he goes to get Ventus. And then he like, oh how did I get so small? How now we know <laughs> <laughs> we know why. Uh, this is this is oh man, so many. Stretches. This is gonna this is this must this is gonna be an episode that's gonna go down in the history books because the next scene does have Tramel Guano. <laughs> no, we already did the scene. Unfortunately, oh did we? Okay, we jumped ahead okay. because we hadn't seen the Moonflow scene that's, yet. That makes sense. Yep. So we've talked about Tramel's like dense guilt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, is... In which we rehabilitated the image. Sorry. Uh, but after this, right, we and I do... think that is the last time we see him, right? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> 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 but uh, the next scene we're going to talk about is in the Thunder Plains, in which there's a lot of big monsters you fight. Uh, you get to the Thunder Plains. There's out some Albed running around the Safines, and Shinra calls in to Yuna's phone uh, and says, "Sphere waves scattered during the concert caused fiends endemic to this region to rampage." Payne says, so in other words, your sphere screen is to blame. Huh. Find a sphere and the fiends appear? Got her. There are fiends. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there aren't, because you kill them. You kill them all until you, until you find the biggest one. But it's good, you know? It's, it's good yeah. to kill the monsters. Yeah, because they're, they're mean. actually good people, and they <laughs> once you kill them, they will be reincarnated as better people, I guess, is how this universe works. Well, I mean, they're like bad ghosts, right? They're like I guess. bad yeah, ghosts, that's true. and then you have to, yeah. it's like exorcism, maybe. Uh, you find the biggest monster, the biggest fiend, the script says its name is Humbaba. Riku says, bring it, beefsteak, and it turns around and says, me? Humbaba. Uh, it does, <laughs> doesn't happen, but it should. Uh, you find it, you win. And then you <laughs> find a big hole in the ground. And I'll, a guy, a guy, <laughs> a guy who's an Elbad comes up. <laughs> comes up and says in Elbad, thanks a lot. Did you check the tower out? There's a strange hole. Riku says, he says there's a strange, another, uh, fuck. He says there's another hole by the tower. And Payne says, I don't think that was a really accurate translation. I feel like you're missing a lot of the nuance. <laughs> uh, she's, no, Payne says, think it's connected to the others? Yuna says, I don't think there's a faith here. Riku says, oh, I've got a bad feeling about this. Uh, the Albed man in Albed says, I can take you to the hole. I'm realizing now that everything, everything about this is incidentally my favorite movie stalker. Oh, <laughs> because really? they're in, because they're in strange wasteland where the laws of physics are strange in uh-huh. some way. Uh, and a Russian man is, ta- is taking three character archetypes into a hole, <laughs> has to guide them into a hole. Uh, basically the plot of my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Payne says, we going in? I still haven't seen Stalker yet, but I watched Nostalgia recently. 
which is good. I'll get around to the oh, rest yeah. of his films. He doesn't have that many. But anyways, uh, I imagine much like the film Stalker, in the hole they find Sid. Uh, <laughs> and he says, Howdy! Uh, Riku says, Howdy? What howdy? What the heck are you doing? I found a hole, so I decided to explore it. Call it curiosity. But this place is swarming with fiends. I, uh, uh, can't get out. Do Pop a favor and show him the way out of here. He tries to stand up and he, like, is, like, in pain. And he's like, uh, uh must have pulled something. Riku says, You are so lame. Yuna says, who's going to carry him? Sid says, hey, let a man keep his pride. Payne says, got a better idea? Uh, and Sid says, no, but I got a worse one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like, that's essentially the the attitude of what happens. <laughs> but what he says is, well, <laughs> which this is also a good line. Well, how about this? He waves his hand. The, 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 the wall to his right, like, flies up like it's a fake wall uh-huh. and then a giant machina runs at them and they fight it and he says make your old pr- man proud and scrap that thing they, why they i mm, i i mean this is an adaptation of stalker you tell me <laughs> uncle <laughs> i mean now it's 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 already well if this is an adaptation of stalker i could talk for a long time about what the machine in the secret room does <laughs> but I won't, and I'll instead say, is Sid just Lex Luthor? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know if Lex Luthor builds robots. I don't know about comics, but I know that he is bald. (laughs) He is bald. Has Sid ever stolen as many as 40 cakes? I don't know if that's true, but that's the the one thing I know about Lex Luthor. You fight the Machina. Yeah. um, He throws at you for no reason. It's called the Machina Panzer. Uh, Yeah, I don't know why it's here, why he's able to summon it. But and his line after you <laughs> kill it is in El Bed. Teenagers these days are out of control. <laughs> and uh, in response to that, Yuna just says, "Um, you're welcome aboard our airship." Although he's not really, because they're speaking for a uh, brother uh, who right. calls in, who, who who chimes in on their little squidbilly uh, radio and says in El Bed. Father, if you want on the ship, apologize to me. Sid replies on Albed. I'm sorry, son. That was too easy. What's he plotting? Uh, narration Yutna says, Sid and brother have put each other through a lot over the years. Not even Riku knows what caused their final falling out. Still, there's something nice about the whole thing. If only I could have talked like this with my father, or you with yours. I think it's interesting that at no point in this game... Unless I'm stupid or forgetting something, at no point in this game has it gestured towards there is a drift, like a drift between brother and Sid. And when it's addressed, he's well, just like, yeah. "I'm sorry." And it's like, is, "Is this over? Are we done? I don't know. Is is this?" And then they just move on. Basically, I don't know. I mean, he has some more lines on the ship about like how nice the ship is. He calls it a uh, kitschy. Yeah, seems like he's always kind of uh, a hard ass, regardless. There is a little bit more stuff with brother and so that I just didn't see. Yeah, that's sorry. That's why I was kind of distracted there. I was trying to figure out where if I get lost in my place. <laughs> <laughs> you convinced me so well that the scene was over. No, I just they leave the thunder planes in my video. And <laughs> Sid says, uh, "It's back on, on the Celsius the airship yeah. scene." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, "Shameful how they gussy this baby up. Darn kitschy paint job. Just who does he take after anyway?" The airship in ten was a lot better. Also, I flew it. <laughs> Did he fly it? Yeah, he flew it. 
he at least owned it. Yeah. I don't know if he was, I think, wasn't Brother the pilot? Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I just, like, I second-guessed myself because I'm like, now I know Etherstead's pilot airships, but is that right? Right. Is that part of the bit? Uh, anyways, back on the bridge, he talks to to brother and he says, "Will you quit your reckless piloting?" And Albed, brother says, "Mind your own business, father." And Albed, Riku and Albed says, "Don't strain yourself, father. You might break something." Brother says, "It's our ship. Let us handle it." Sid says, "Do what you want." So that's it. <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's weird because the, the, the like bickering family plot doesn't it's like, yeah, you're right. It starts it's introduced like way late and then there's like one more scene of it. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's anything more between now and like the real plot, but I must there was a short one that I saw. But yeah, because I mean, since this is all optional, technically, I imagine right. you can get to the end of the game without Sid. So anyways, there's some stuff in the Maklania woods, but it's not much. There's a guado there and he says. Uh, which we kind of learned earlier from from Jamel, but he says, The Guado who sought shelter in these woods have returned home to Guado Salam. They were accompanied by Makalania's other races, who had already begun to fade away with this place. Alas, these woods have grown far too quiet. And then he leaves. There seems to be an implication that this forest is just dying? And I... Yeah. Did I yeah. blink and miss why? Uh, it had to do with uh, the first scene with the little... <laughs> Uh, fairy instrument people, I think, explained it, but it's something about fireflies, probably. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think it's like there there aren't as many fireflies here, or something, or it had something to do with the dream of the faith, or something. Hmm. Or, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, they. It's been from the beginning. It's everyone's leaving this place because it's dying. Uh, you hate to see it. There was another like plot beat that I like was watching in this chapter five, and I was like, did I just? miss all of the setup for this beat which i mean probably yes because the chapters in this game are fucking weird but we're doing all the payoff anyway uh so you yeah you walk around the the woods a bit more i guess it's still in this spot this is where you fight the spheromorph i think um i don't know any other way to define this well, it, area ain't it where where they had the smooch no because that's like a different no, actual lake the big tree yeah. yeah this is like a solid platform you can kind of see through see the water under but it's not the lake we go to the lake right right well i think we already did the lake scene you're right you're right we did although i i, I think you can do that scene anytime because it was in the chapter five video i watched mm-hmm. anyways uh after the guado leaves you says the woods are so empty riku says i guess this place doesn't have much time left kind of sad to think all of this will be gone huh Payne says at least we have our memories. And then, uh, maybe we didn't do this scene because it's written here. <laughs> right. I guess so. So it is the same. Is it the same? The spheromorph, the same lake as the tree one? No, this is a, this is a different location. So they go to oh, okay. the spring. She goes from one to the other. Maybe, maybe, maybe this is like in the last episode I said we did Bevel. We hadn't done Bevel yet. I just watched it enough times in different <laughs> right, videos right. <laughs> to think we'd done it. Maybe that's what happened here. We think we just seen this scene a long time ago. Yes, at the, at the spring where Yuna got the one smooch. And Yuna says, hey guys, mind giving me a moment alone? Pain was not in the last game, so she says, why? Riku says, got it, come on, Pain. Uh, Riku drabs her away. Uh, Pain says, oh, uh, sure. Um, Yuna uh, <laughs> does a sad cringe whistle. <laughs> no, she was, you know, she gives the whistle, fuck but you know, cringe. there's no one whistling. No one whistling. Look, back. if I only got to fuck once, I would fixate on it too. Like, it's, <laughs> she's valid. Uh, 
but nothing happens when she whistles, of course. Uh, narration unit does say, though, I'm not ready to call this just a memory. Not yet. Uh, and then she kind of just, she, like, kind of runs away from it, like... Sad. It's not a memory yet. Like, kind of happy, but, like... Yeah, hopeful. She's, she, she is essentially choosing to have this not be her last time there. Like... Yeah. And now... Is the way I read it. Uh, for a tonally consistent follow-up, we're gonna walk over to the travel agency just outside of Makalania Woods. God, I hope you've seen this scene, Wheels. Yeah. Good. Uh, I think we might have addressed it in, like, a 30-second segment of a previous episode, but this little, like, shop outside the frozen lake uh, used to be a, a Rin's travel agency. It was bought by Iwaka the 23rd. He has a fight with Wants, who I thought was his son. I guess they're brothers. Brother. <laughs> yep. And, uh... That quote unquote plot is being resolved here now <laughs> as uh, he runs out the side of the thing as you walk over and he says, how dare you drag your sorry bum back here? You cast away the family <gasps> business and run off for the hills. Got a whole year you are. You call yourself a walker the 24th. <laughs> That's wonderful, Joe. I'm practicing. Wants says, but, but you opened the store again without even telling me. Why, I only left back then because my job was gone. Well, I couldn't help it. I got a pitch for pedaling, I did. And as he's walking back to the door. I love this thing that he yells at him for leaving. He's like, oh, yeah, I guess I did fuck off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, as he goes back to the door, he says, oh, get in here. Don't want you catching cold. Br- brother. <laughs> says, says, no, once just like, says, brother. I could have swore he was not a brother, but okay. Uh, Owaka says, I'm right ready to pound some business sense into that hapless head of yours. But this doesn't strike me as the best place for getting customers. No one comes here. You know, here. they're in the Arctic. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, especially now that there's no, like, pilgrimage that, uh, people are going on. Right. That require them to go here. Uh, Owaka says, don't be a dunderhead. Open your eyes, lad. Maybe you fail to notice our biggest customer has just graced us with her presence. Yuna's here. Yeah, and Wan says, Lady Yuna. Now's your chance to practice, lad. Do it just like a Tachi. Uh, all right. W- welcome to Walkers. You buffoon! Put some spite into it, lad. Follow me example. Welcome to Walkers. W- welcome to Walkers. No, 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 Can no, no. Can I take no. your order? <laughs> uh, no, he, this, I mean, this exact bit goes on for like another minute. Uh, Yuna never says anything to them. <laughs> Uh, but I do like just by the end. By the end, he's like, "Welcome to Awaka Burger, home of the Awaka Burger." <laughs> I mean, basically, uh, I do near the end of it. Uh, this, this, like the camera pans way out, and you see just slowly them leaving while the, the conversation continues. Pain and then Riku leave first. But like the way that he does the no, 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 really fast was great for <laughs> me watching on double speed. It was Very like Shia LaBeouf. an inhuman uh, <laughs> experience. But this goes on for a while, including eventually Awaka deciding to start singing it. Welcome to Awakas! As if it was always that way. And once says, that's not how it goes. <laughs> uh, great funny stuff. Moses supposes Awakas are roses. <laughs> The video I was watching had one comment and it said that this was his favorite part of the game. So shout out to, <laughs> shout out to that guy. Uh, but uh, narration unit says, everything's returned to normal, I guess. And it's over. Yeah. 
Wanna fuck around in the desert a while? Oh god, do I. This is some shit that happens in the desert. A lot of shit happens. Remember Marnala? Oh man, you were right. The Cactuar Elder? You were right about like the great evil becoming a, a super boss uh, yeah. that had to yeah, show yeah. up later. But yeah, you go back to Beacon Elf Desert, Cactuar Nation, Cacnish, what up? <laughs> Hashtag Cactuar Nation. <laughs> what up, Cacnish? Like, like and subscribe hit that bell cactor nation <laughs> have we talked to nadia before this name sounds familiar nadala maybe use co- use code marnala 10 to get 10 percent off or no uh G-Fuel. yeah so nadala nadala is um simba's partner no <laughs> nadala is like just that she's the um person who leads like the excavation stuff albed woman and she says boy am i glad you're here Riku asks in our bed, let me guess. We've got a prickly situation. Fiends are attacking the Cactuar Nation. That's kind of a bar. So they go over there uh, They with Binzo. You remember Binzo? He's the little Albed boy who can translate cactus language. Anything, apparently. I, I mean, anything. But uh, they go over to the, the Cactuar Nation part of the desert, and a bunch of fiends are coming out of a quick sand hole. Payne asks, what's happening? Uh, this continues, uh, and Payne says, these are no garden variety fiends. Uh, Benza says, let's ask Marnala. She knows more than I do. Yuna says, sure, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got anything better to do. Sure, whatever. I'm just, I, you know what? I'm not quite ready to go to the end of the game plot yet. So, uh, Marnella, do you know what's going let on? Let me just finish my drink. Uh, yeah, let me, uh, hold on. I left my water back on the ship. I gotta go, hold uh, <laughs> kind of toasty down here uh marnella talks the big cactus of course i'm sure you all remember our most important episode uh marnella's a big cactus who is apparently the like adult form of cactus. yeah well i think everyone knows that cactar grows up and just become a big cactus i mean we covered (laughs) it to be in our in our best episode into being a sessile organism like it's a yeah, I guess. Yeah, it, it was our best episode, and, I mean, we won a Peabody for it, so I think everyone knows. <laughs> Anyways. And Benzo translates, An ancient and terrifying fiend that long slept beneath the earth has awoken. That fiend is now, is now headed Classic. here. We must, lose no, we must lose no time in raising the great haboob. <laughs> Only the Quitsets Hatterack. No. Only the ten gatekeepers are capable of raising this magical barrier. You must gather them here before the last of my power wanes. And the great uh, and villain Zogathrax <laughs> <laughs> began to recite the dread incantation. Uh, and Benzo says that's the gist of it. That's, that's how he ends everything he translates, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Payne says, Yuna! And then a, a bunch of more fiends show up. And uh, here's something really cool. Marnella, the cactus, fires a laser beam. Yeah, that, so the... I love what they do for scale to show how big this fiend is because they show a bunch of those basilisk fiends, which are pretty big. And then they just and they just show like dozens of them. And then they show one really big thing to be like, look, remember how those guys are kind of big? This one's bigger. bigger. Uh, and I bigger. think it actually kind of works despite being a kind of like not a cutscene that they probably had like a lot of time to spend on. I think it's actually a little. It kind of works as a little camera trick. But anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah then I the think this cactus game does shoot, a lot of camera tricks. Then the um, cactus does shoot lasers <laughs> the cac- at them. Yeah, the cactus shoots laser beams. Uh, Payne says, impossible. Riku says, wow, did she get him? Benzo says, no. She says she's struggling to just to buy us time. 
uh, continues to fire laser beams. Uh, Benzo conti- uh, continues, Please find the gatekeepers before Marnella's strength gives out! Um, so and then you spend a long time oh. going around the world. A long time. Finding ten Cactuar gatekeepers, and you do a well, minigame where you have to, where I think you have to them. shoot them? Oh, right, because the tenth one's a bad boy. <laughs> the, tenth one, the tenth one is back here right next door in the Cactuar Nation, but... Just does not want to get out of the base. This is just playing Fortnite in the basement. Yeah, he's a prick. When you, when you get nine, you come back. Uh, Benzo translates Marnella and says, The last gatekeeper should be somewhere nearby. Please, you must locate him. And it's just a... There's like a door nearby uh, that the nine gatekeepers can open. Pain just says, nice place, uh, with that exact cadence as the door, like, <laughs> glows <laughs> with cactus. Uh, Benzo, s- Benzo says, it says this is where the rogue cactars hang out. I guess the gatekeeper fell in with the wrong crowd. They're all holed up somewhere inside. Uh, Yuna says, Mamma Mia, here we go again. And Pain says, let's teach them some social skills. And that's just uh, a nice, clever way to explain why you would fight a bunch of cactuars in this mission where you're helping cactuars mm-hmm. they're bad boys but uh yeah they're naughty <laughs> but you eventually get to the end and what is I, what is the salad uh it's just a big guy it's just a big fiend it's unspecial oh, so there's just a there's a dumb boss i don't remember apparently that you fight yeah that, it's, what, it's a bigger what I, version what of, an, of. of a of a forgettable mob okay the scene that I thought it was, and I got confused when it started describing some other boss I don't remember, is, the is that you find demon. the rogue, the rogue cactuar, and Riku says, "There he is." And then you uh, do you this the script doesn't describe it. Do you? But do you remember this? How the cactuar turns around? Mm. It's very funny. No, yeah, the script just says it. You shoot him, but he's like sitting there cross-legged on the ground, or like, or maybe like sitting on his knees or something. Mm-hmm. And then when you get his attention. He doesn't like stand up and turn around, but his model just swivels yeah. and just does a complete 180 and, you know, like with no facial expression. Um, it's very funny. Yeah, cactuars get away with that. And I don't know if it's like an intentional bit or they just have such a limited range of movement that they have right, to they just wiggle spin. around in a weird like they yeah, look like they're being clicked and dragged. Yeah, well, <laughs> they are. Eunice says no more running away from home. And uh, you fight a giant cactuar to end the scene. Uh, <laughs> uh, Benzo. To convince it to fight again, but for you. Yes, you need, you need it to join your side. But eventually, you're done, and uh, you go back outside. The ten cactuar gatekeepers make a big glowing circle on the ground that, like, unleashes the wind titan and uh, scares away the, the fiends. It's just, yeah, I guess it... It makes all the basilisks fuck off, but you still have to fight That's right. the, the super boss. Uh, also, uh, Marnello is sacrificed. Uh, Benzo says, the Cactuar Nation will be safe from fiends now, but Marnella, she... <laughs> pour one out for Marnella. Oh. No, we're in the desert. Don't pour anything out. <laughs> um, Yuna says, Marnella? Uh, they look at her remains. <laughs> Benzo says she used all her power to stop them. Yuna says, no. Everyone's very invested in this, including me. This this <laughs> says a character named Pickett arrived. I don't know if we've met this Albed before or not. I 
think that's one of the excavator excavation people. I think this is the NPC that you talk to when you're done with an excavation, possibly. Cool. I I watched zero of the excavation stuff. Uh, but they come up and say, we have a fiend in the camp. Danger, danger. Danger, Will Robinson. Um, I'm surprised they didn't have uh, this Albad character say Octoon like they did with <laughs> Brother, since Octoon actually means danger. As opposed to whatever, whatever like, celebratory yeah. thing that he yelled at. Um, Rigu says, no, a fiend's attacking the camp. Uh, so you go back. Uh, I mean, they, the game's like, you should go to the Celsius and, you know, clean up first. Uh, but then you go fight yeah. the big demon man. Uh, you go back to the excavation camp is like fucked up. Yuna's like, Nadalia, when you get there. No, Nadala. I keep pronouncing that right. And in Albad, Nadala says... I just flew in from the <laughs> desert, and boy, are my arms tired. No, she says, boy, am I glad you're here. We're no match for this fiend. Uh, Benzo translates, and when a rumbling happens, Payne says, we've got company. It's, you fight it. It's big. I posted a screenshot in the God MRI's Discord because it was just like, between how it looks, how big it is, and the video I watched had three like completely different dress spheres and tone. I was like, that's kind of hard to believe this is the same video game. But I do want to point <laughs> out that Yuna, I mean, anyone can use this dress sphere, but Yuna's fighting with cards. So that's kind of a Luxor dress sphere or Luxor dress sphere. That's problematic. Uh, um, is it? <laughs> is Yuna Luxor? Is that who Luxor really is? Because there's the whole thing where we don't, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I don't know if she could drive a taxi. That's an important part of the, the canon. But I, maybe. I got distracted from the bit and I, I have to admit wasn't that committed to thinking about kingdom hearts things because i got distracted by the fact that the boss that we just fought was called angra Mainyu, which what i think is the name of the i think angra Mainyu is the name of the evil material figure in zoroastrianism that's contrasted with the good one whose name i don't remember. i googled it and it seems the other one you're thinking of is spent to my you that sounds probably right i mean if you if if google got me good so apparently this thing like the implication is that this thing made the world um uh hypostasis of the destructive evil spirit cool anyway i mean they kill it it's just weird to me when like what this happens all the time with a sun and i guess i you know we could have done it with all the summons too but it's like you're naming them the things the names that you're taking for these things have implications things (laughs) and then you apply it i don't know it's just like what about this thing makes you think of that figure anyway? Yeah, that name, I mean, I from this Google, it seems like it's a name uh, used in a lot of, like, pieces of media kind of the same way. Like, what if this was just that makes a, sense. Yeah. a big scary thing? But, yeah, no, I mean, cool boss fight seemed hard. Video took, like, 40 minutes to beat the motherfucker at, like, a really high level. We took about 40 minutes to... Do this episode. Make this podcast yeah. episode. Yeah. We gotta, um, I mean, a- after you beat it, uh, you're treated to food, and they're like, hey, this place is, like, fucked up beyond relief. That's a, a bummer. And they're like, eh, well, not as bad as home. This is food. <laughs> that, and they're like, eh, it's not as bad as what happened to home. Uh, we'll be fine. Want to eat? And then they eat. Literally just, I've seen worse. <laughs> <laughs> Mission complete. Yeah, well, I mean, they're alive, and on they go. <laughs> Yeah, they, I'm making sure there's no, like, important lines left. Uh, well, you can come back and you find oh, out yes. that there's, an, there's a new Mar... <laughs> there's... Marnala is dead, long live Marnala. Um, Yuna says, so I guess Marnala's gone. 
And Benzo says, no, look, she's right here. It's a tiny cactus now. And Benzo says, she may be small now, but give her some time and she'll grow. Then we'll have a new Marnala. Riku says, Marnala's gone, but she'll grow bigger and become a new Marnala. Huh? Oh, didn't you know? Marnala is the cactuar word for grandma. Pain says, you say so. <laughs> the more you know, but it's just pain if you say so. Uh, or uh, or you to be like, okay, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone, no one is like, no one really gives a shit about the Cactuar Nation, it appears. Sure, we'll help those funky little dudes. Yeah, uh, how long is it going to take? <laughs> Uh yeah, I press the PS button on the PS5. We got it a says two hour layout. It says ten minutes to do this one. Sure, I'll knock it out. Uh, Yuna's actual line here is, "Well then, we look forward to meeting her again someday." And they never came back. <laughs> no. Uh, I w- I know that we're like at episode length. Should we knock out Bavel just because we said we did it last time? It's next. Sure. It's short. Sure. Um, no. So next time we'll have to fi- finish up Gagazette before we do uh the real plot, but. Uh, we'll do Bavel really quick. You go there, Maroda's here, the middle brother of the Asaru Maroda Pase line. You're going to see all three in this scene. But Maroda says, hey. And Yuna says, hi, Maroda. Aren't you a member of the Youth League? What are you doing in front of New Yevon's headquarters? I've been asking myself the same question. Look. And uh, the camera pans I over. Close my eyes, op- <laughs> opened them, and I'm here. <laughs> I, think I, I think my brother drugged me. Yeah, I think he came here to, like, spy on them and just never left. Like, <laughs> yeah, because we did see that. We d- yeah, that's fine. In the, in the chapter, I think it's chapter four that has all the Zoom calls. But mm-hmm. yeah, Asaru is back. Asaru came here and is like, all right, I'll be your new leader because I have no purpose in life. Uh, and, I've, I've s- and I got the big robe for it already. I've <laughs> seen too many monkeys. Fuck, I got to go back to God. <laughs> Maroda. Or conversely, he comes back with an exclusively monkey fucking based <laughs> theology. Um... I have uh, seen God, says, and it is monkey coitus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Maroda says, my brother heard that Bavel was a mess and came all the way from Xanarkin to talk about monkey coitus. <laughs> hey, he can, he can do what he wants, but what I want to know is, how did I get dragged into this? <laughs> That's a great question. Uh, how did I get dragged into this? I'm not even a furry. <laughs> Eunice says, you're protecting Bavel together. Kind of. Uh, Marota says, yeah, I guess it's about right. Somebody's got to watch his back. Uh, Pase and the Kindergartians appeared. Uh, if you ignore our last episode where we talked about the Via Purifico, this is the first time they show up uh, since chapter one. And Pase says, hey, Marota, who you talking about? Marota says, we're talking about how brothers have to stick together. Okay, see you later, Lady Yuna. And uh, <laughs> leaves uh, to his two friends. He says, Kindergartians, move out. And they all say, yes, sir. And there are like 12 of them. Yes. There were like five in <laughs> chapter you just, one. You just see the two friends at first, and then the camera pans, and there's a whole crowd. And Riku says, they're multiplying. Look, I mean, Yuna had 10 guardians. Why Why not? So that's true. Uh, or uh, maybe nine. I don't fucking remember the number. God, that is what it's supposed to. That is probably what it's supposed to like make you feel like. Because the, the fact that they were like a sphere, sphere hunting team, you're supposed to be like, oh, babies having babies. Like, <laughs> They're going on adventures. Ugh. I remember when he was in grade school. In chapter one. Right. Uh, <laughs> fucking walk his kids. Last week. Walk his kids following him around already. God. Got a little blitz ball on his head. Anyways, uh, Marota says, yeah, they're turning into a regular kinder core. Well, at least they're having fun, says Yuna. 
Merida says. Maybe fun is all this world really needs. <laughs> and Riku says, well, killing the death <laughs> cycle of death helps, too. No, uh, Riku says, Sarius changed, too, huh? Him? He'll never change. Ugh. Goes around playing superhero and leaves us with all the headaches. Hey, I know someone like that. Payne says, oh, someone who goes around playing superhero, is it? Yuna says, you mean brother. <laughs> and Payne says, wrong. Buddy? Riku says, nope. Payne says, uh, well, uh, Riku, why don't we get going? Riku says, yep, sounds good. And they run away. Yuna doesn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> says, come on, tell me who. Uh, and she runs after them. That's the end of the scene. I think I referenced this. I don't remember where it was where, like, Yuna and Riku basically pull this prank on Payne as well, where they pretend to be sad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. But I, I feel like and I'm sure there's a, an example a we're not one. thinking of with with a Riku one. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I like the scene. I like pain rubbing elbows. Uh, anyways, that's Bavel. We did it. Yeah, I think the, a lot of the best scenes in this game are just the three of them, like having kind of see their friend dynamic in a mm-hmm. in a way that video games don't always. Yeah, it's nice. I like that scene. After this, you go, you follow the Kindergartians into hell. And you, uh, <laughs> we talked about it all last time. We did a temporal pincer movement. Sorry. But uh, that's the end of the episode. We'll finish up the plot lines next time. Maybe start the far plane. I don't know. But uh, we might riff on Gagazette for 40 minutes. I mean, look at Tobley today. Uh, Wheels, where can people find you on the internet? Twitter.com slash Singular Wheels, a podcast called Very Random Encounters, where some friends and I play tabletop role-playing games and randomly determine as much as is possible. That's at vre.show. And you can pre-order my book at bit.ly forward slash random book with a capital R and B. That's bit.ly slash random book, capital R and B. Nice. You can find myself on Twitter at Ghost of Joe, Ghost of J-O, and this episode is coming out late enough that I can plug my writing project that I will have started by now uh, that I have alluded to on previous plugs. It's really neat. I've read it. You, Yeah, you've read a couple other pieces. I, I've been sending around to some friends for, for feedback, but it's, it's about Disney movies. It's called Make Mine Movies. I'm just writing, I shouldn't say just, I'm writing essays about uh, every uh, movie, every feature film animated by the Disney Animation Studios. I'm going to release them twice a week on Mondays and Fridays, and there will also be audio versions you can listen to if uh, that's easier or more accessible to you than reading. And you can find them all in RSS feed. It's not a podcast, but you can find it on a podcast app. I just wanted to make it as accessible as possible. But uh, the transcripts will be up on ghostofjoe.com. And I think uh, the week that this is coming out is going to be the first real week of them. So it's going to be Snow White and Pinocchio are the first two. And guess what? Those are good movies, and I write about them. So go check that out, please. I'd appreciate it. I'm not going to talk about Kingdom Hearts at all in any of the pieces, uh, so I hope you don't want that from me. But <laughs> Is Bambi the third one? Bambi's the fifth one. That's the one where they get the multi-plane camera, right? Uh, they have the camera the whole time. It's just they get Uh-oh. better at using it. I, I guess I'm just thinking of the... I guess it's Bambi that they're showing in the little mini documentary where Walt explains the multi-plane yeah. camera and says yeah. it exactly like that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how he talks when he's on camera. Um, I, yeah, the camera is cool, but they, yeah, they're using it that as early as, I think they use it in Snow White. Well, that's true, yeah, now that I'm thinking about those early Snow White scenes, absolutely. Yeah, and then, um, they just get better at it 
each time because even Pinocchio is like right. next level compared to Snow White. Uh, but yeah, so I'm gonna I have an intro piece that you can read as well. Um, that went up the week before. Uh, but and you can listen to that. But I list out all the movies that'll be covered. It's 59, counting Raya and the Last Dragon, which just came out. So yeah, go go check that out. And I figure we have enough. Fucked how to you have to what is it it's like 35 like if at least a year in canada if i wanted to watch it i would have to pay like 30 dollars a month uh no it's 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 30 dollars and then you just have it on top of your normal subscription fee uh <laughs> so it's Weird. like you're paying you're paying seven dollars a month for disney at least you know i'm talking u.s uh-huh. and then you pay 30 dollars once and you have raya but it's on the service for for normal price in June. So um, weird. I'm sure eventually, like that, in the same way that all these types of like different types of releasing movies, we get used to them eventually. That to me just feel it feels so wrong to be paying a subscription it's, service and then pay thirty dollars to watch a movie on the, it. The Disney but one, everything I mean, will get normalized because capitalism ruins yeah, everything. This so. is, I mean, this is this is left plug zone. But the the reason yeah. that those prices are high is because multiple people can watch them. That's why it's like three ticket prices. It sucks That's if you live true. alone yeah. uh, or have a small household. But the Disney one, I think, is even higher because it's not only for, like, 48 hours. You just have it. Right. Um, That's so true. It's, so it's like, look, how many times would you take to see take your kid to see a movie? Does that That's add up true. to $30? That is who they're selling it to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it, it's still, like, is, is, um, it, it's, it, you're paying that much but for a much smaller level of experience because you're not in a the theater. Uh, but, I mean, you know, vaccines are happening. Maybe the world will get slightly not as bad in like a couple months Woo! anyways uh i'm also on a one piece podcast called we are watching one piece i plug it every week but uh now i get to start plugging make mine movies uh ghostsofjoe.com i'll say it one more time uh what else do i plug for this show though memorize cast is our twitter and our pin tweet there you can find links to our patreon our discord you can join uh our theme music is unit by will and tim courtesy of game chop support us on patreon uh one dollar no two dollars a month what is is it one or two? Five gets you the bonus, bonus episodes. Content. I think one gets you early er, episodes. Yeah, I was thinking of the the orange groves has the two dollars tier. Uh, I have too many patreons. Uh, yeah, so early episodes at one dollars, bonus episodes at five. This month is going to be more JoJo Part Three. Uh, I haven't prepped for it yet, but I'm excited to get back into it. That's it. I think that's everything to plug. If not, you know, we do this every week. You'll figure it out next time. The wheels did the intro. That means it's my turn to say the things that we say. What the fuck? What I was don't know. that? That was Tobley's like Tobley's grand scheme. <laughs> Tobley's grand scheme. Since funky hole. Cat <laughs> Cactor Nash. Marnella is dead. Long live Marnella. Yes. Uh, Marnella, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Got, Got it. it. Memorized. Ha 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 ha.